here she is, Andrea K. I said, are you going to be my girl? <laughs> Woo! It's Friday night. Yeah, it is Friday night. I was just kind of giggling to myself about that open that says she's so sweet. I've been called many things in my life. Sweet is not the most common word that's been used to describe me. Unless uh, your idea of sweet might be like a lemon drop candy kind of thing. There's some sweet going on there. A little sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that just makes you pucker, right? Many people love that super sour candy. <laughs> but I digress. Got so much to get into tonight on tonight's show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Give us a shout here tonight if there's anything on your mind. 888-344-1170. You can email me if you got any comments. I get lots of emails from people at andreakshow.com. We've got a new comment line, the AK comment line. I'm going to give that number out a little bit later. You can call in. That is available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you're sitting there watching some fake news channel and you're getting all aggravated or some news story breaks over the weekend or at night or whatever, give us a shout. We're going to give the number out a little bit later. Give us a shout because I am only on for one hour a night, right? Six to 7 p.m. And so this is a way for me to actually get a little bit more in the show throughout the show every night um, without having to take, uh, you know, live callers because what happens when people call in is I just love y'all so much that I end up like having like a full on convo and I don't get to all my stories. Um, Friday means hero of the week and stink of the week. And we'll announce our winners later on in the show. But all my topics tonight uh, fall into one of those two categories. It also means Friday is Bob Walters and he will be here to share the latest news happening in our schools. I'm old enough to remember when Bob and I were the only people talking about schools, right? And what was happening in the schools. Now it's like the hot topic. So uh, stay tuned if you want to hear the latest that's happening across the country. And before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. It's DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, DJ Potato Skins. Woo-wee! Can't believe it is Friday. We are exhausted, and I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready for the weekend, too. Now, usually what would be happening, like today, maybe even yesterday, people making their their weekend plans and thinking, oh my gosh, San Diego County, we just have... Our county, by the way, if you've never been to San Diego, if you're listening live, it is at least an hour's drive from one end to the other. Don't you think at least? And we have activities from north, south, east, and west. Everywhere. If you love hiking, if you love riding on ATVs, if you love mountain biking, we got in an hour east of us, right? You love beaches, we got an over an hour's worth of the most beautiful coastline that you could just enjoy, right? We've got, you know, amusement parks. We have restaurants and so many different restaurant dis- districts and shopping and something for everyone. Something for everybody, except not everybody can afford $9 a gallon of gas. Right? That's a little problema we got right now. Guess I'm not going driving this weekend. I know, right? But guess one thing that nobody else is talking about. It's not just those of us hurting that can't afford $9 a gallon of gas. What's going to happen when we can't afford that? We're going to stay at home, right? So then who's going to get hurt? The little the little small business owner that ha- is going to be setting up a pop-up this weekend at an open-air market, right? Or um, uh, somebody who owns a food truck. 
And we have the little events throughout the weekend where they'll all, you know, form a circle and, you know, people you know, the go. The sad thing about this, Andrea, is really, and I know he's not going to do it, but, the, you know, he flips that switch to the Keystone Pipeline and all this goes away. And the fact that he won't do it, man, it makes me so mad. Well, not only not only is he not going to do it, uh, um, you know, it, it, he's not recognizing the pain and suffering. That is not just care. It's not just those of us. He's not not carry. He's it was actually mocking today because it is not just those of us who can't afford nine dollars a gallon of gas. Um, it's it's the fact that we're going to be sitting at home. It's all the other the trickle out kind of like if you do throw a rock into a lake. Right. And then it and then you see the waves out of it. That's so it's going to hurt waiters, busboys, cooks, your low income people, your hard hats, your stay at home, everyone, your single mothers, your restaurant owners. There is not an aspect of our society from hospitality to restaurants, to, to retail, to clothing. It doesn't matter the industry. They're going to be negatively impacted. And then the suffering is only going to get worse. And Joe Biden, actually, I started to pull the click, but I'm not going to play it because I got to, I got to get into another topic here that had me upset today, but he actually was given a speech at some Democrats today and actually said when asked about or, or that when talking about um, the fact, I, I don't know what led into it. I don't know if he was asked a question about the fact that without it, with, with no time to review it, they passed a almost 3,000 page spending bill that was $1.5 trillion in spending. I read about that. It included a 21% pay increase for house staffers, hundreds of millions of dollars for border security for eight countries, but none for ours. It included $2.6 billion for global gender equity programs. And he dared to say today, when uh, at the and at the same time that we uh, have that greatest inflation in 40 years dared to say today that how dare anybody it's not true that spending causes inflation and i'm sick to death he said today people talking about that they hate you america they hate you middle americans they hate you uh minority business owners they hate every identity group that they pretend to care about if they cared about you single mother if they cared about you mr hard hat if they cared about you mr illegal immigrant who came across this country for the american dream with a third grade education and the inability to speak english you think you're going to be able to afford living here even with the handouts when the average cost of a home is a million dollars and it's nine dollars a gallon they don't care about the the low income earner they hate you they literally hate you. They despise you. But they will pander to you and lie to you all day long for your vote. And you know what? If you're going to continue to vote for them, then I'm not going to have any sympathy for you. We've got the midterm elections coming up, and then we've got 2024 on the heels of it. And and when you and 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 I'm not feeling as optimistic as everybody else because we should have survived the we should Newsom should not have survived the recall here in California. We shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here. Here's your reminder when you go to the pump people at $9 a gallon. If you're a Democrat voter or if you're a Republican who stayed at home somewhere in this country, it's just as much on you. Got to shift gears because there was a story that broke today that I haven't heard anywhere else. Um, It is absolutely shocking. I'm an actual real radio show, by the way. So I've I've got controls on things that I can say and certain words I could use that come to mind when I hear... That a Democrat in the state of Maryland, a William Smith, interesting name, wasn't there a nephew of Ted Kennedy? 
that uh, was accused, credibly accused of, of rape. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I digress. Those Democrats just love women so much, don't they? William Smith has proposed new legislation in Maryland that would legalize abortion up to 28 days after a child is born. Oh, I heard about this. This is sick. Yeah. This is more than sick. This is evil. This is Joseph Mangala evil. This has put people, and I'm going to say it, this has put people on a box cars, on box cars and then put them in gas ovens. This is infanticide. That was genocide. Six million people died for no reason than because they were hated. Well, isn't this hate? The baby is born. She's born. It's Senate Bill 669, also called the Democrats are such masters with words, but nobody's going to believe this, right? The Affordable Care Act was never affordable, right? Um, Reproductive justice is supposed to be about a woman's right, her body, her choice. When it's not her body, it was never about a woman's body. It was always about destroying the value of life in this country to implant Evil into the psyche, into the culture of the United States of America. But they're calling it the Pregnant Persons Freedom Act of 2022, which means this is about, and by the way, it's not a pregnant person. You're a female. You're a woman. And only a woman can have a child. This is a woman's right to be able to kill her child. Period. Period. And what makes it even sicker is that they already have in the state of Maryland something called safe harbor to where if you decide you don't want to have this baby, you don't want to raise this child after it's come out of your birth canal, then hand it over. There's nobody forcing a woman to raise a child. Tons there, of families out there that would love to ad- adopt a child. There is zero reason for this except the state wanting to sanction murder, infanticide. And if you think that it's going to end here, you're as moronic as, as, as anybody who thinks that Joe Biden's not the reason why you're paying $9 for a gallon of gas. When Roe v. Wade was passed, that was uh, you, you could maybe give a pass to women who didn't. We didn't have the technology then. Maybe you didn't realize it was actually another human being, right? But tyranny always grows. It went from being a, a, a woman who, you know, misses her period and maybe she's seven weeks pregnant. And she doesn't know at that point that it's, you know, where the, the, the child is in gestation. Then, of course, it creeped because tyranny and depravity always grows. Right. Then it became second trimester. Then it became late term abortion. Then it was you could literally kill your child in the birth canal when it was an inch away from breathing air. And now it's up until they're 28 days old. You think it's going to end there? When is it next going to be? Well, you know what? I thought, I, I, you know, it was 27 days old. I decided to keep it, but it's got Down syndrome or it's got cerebral palsy or, you know, now I found out that it's got, you know, cystic fibrosis and now, or, or I found, now it's been diagnosed with severe autism. So we've got to extend this to maybe three years, then four years, then five years. It won't end. It won't end. And and why wouldn't it, why wouldn't this extend then to somebody saying, you know what, you know, I got too much on my plate. I got this aging parent that's got dementia that, you know, is bedridden. You know, I can't be dealing with this. Right. Why would we not go there? Why would it? I don't think they won't. Why? You know, if you are going to, if you are going to get on board with legislating the slaughter of children, why wouldn't it go there? 
Why wouldn't it go to where, you know what, I did, okay, yeah, I said till death is due part, I said in sickness and health, but I didn't really think it meant, you know, if he got, if he got paralyzed from the neck down, good it's grief. Different. Yeah, good grief. This is where we're at in this country. Make no mistake about it. Any nation that would, if they're going to have a debate is going to begin on March 15th. Debate? We are at, we are at the place in this country where there is even consideration for killing a healthy baby, any, any child. There's no debate. How did we get here? In part because Barack Obama, as state senator, let me remind you of that disgusting creep. The only time he ever actually voted as a state senator, as a, you know, a yes or no, as opposed to voting absent, which was to basically not take a position, was when he actually not only voted, but actually went and argued the children who survived abortion should be allowed to die. That was we're here now because of that. The Democrat Party is depraved and evil. We talked about evil with Scott with Scott Powell the other night. Evil is in this country, and what we need to be doing should there not be a rally on the steps of of wherever this this debate is going to be. You know, how about them truckers uh, leave, you know, the D.C. Beltway instead of riding around? Because, quite frankly, I don't see that they're accomplishing anything. Uh, you know, hat tip to them for but and, and, and go there and, and stop the slaughter of babies. Or set up another convoy. Can't believe this is America. But you know what? The Democrats have been preying on children for a long time and they're preying on them in the schools and they continue to do so. Quite frankly, Governor DeSantis is the only one doing anything real to stop it. Uh, I may have another story, you know, um, Idaho, I'll tell you this, then we're going to take a break and bring in Bob Walters for his education segment. The state of Iowa um, has passed legislation. I believe I want to make sure I get it right. Um, they've, they're seeking, they haven't passed it yet, but lawmakers in the state of Idaho are seeking to outlaw transgender medical procedures for minors, which would include drug treatments as well as gender uh, reassignment operations. Of course, uh, the LBGTQ that, you know, um, you know, there's, and to me, there's, there's, um, yeah, they may let a child live, uh, past 28 days, but then they want to destroy it at will for their LBGT, you know, Q agenda, right? Um, and, and, and giving a child puberty blockers and mutilating their bodies is, is, is a, another form of murder in, in my opinion. Um, so this was passed. So the, the LBGTQ advocates, they hate this because they don't, they don't want anybody protecting children in this country. Um, it did pass the House on Tuesday, and the bill is going to go for a um, state House vote. And it would uh, it would make it illegal to prescribe hormones or puberty, puberty blockers or perform sex change surgeries on minors. Anyone caught breaking the law could be punished by life in prison. And uh, the Republican state rep um, who sponsored the bill said that instead of seeking irreversible surgery, children experiencing gender dysphoria should seek mental health treatment instead. If they're pre-puberty, you just leave them alone and, and wait till puberty takes course, When in, in, after which over 90% no longer feel dis, you know detached um, from the gender they were born with. At that point, then I think you can seek something else. Um, he said, it's a bill to get proper treatment and to prevent them from a lifelong permanent decisions that will make them sterile and mutilate their bodies. If we do not allow minors to get a tattoo, drink alcohol, smoke cigarettes, sign a legal contract, why would we allow them to go through these physical mutilations because of their feelings at the time? So hat tip to Idaho for that. We're going to take a break. We come back. Bob Walters. 
bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I was just uh, hearing something. I, I was just read something hilarious on Instagram. I don't know if skins you're gonna, if you're gonna, uh, you know, feel this. If it's gonna resonate, it, it said, "One day you're, uh, one day you're young and wild, and the next day you're into air fryers." <laughs> we were talking about healthy food before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's into everybody's into air fryers right now. I don't know if my buddy Bob Walters is into air fryers yet. He eats pretty healthy. Hey, my dear. Well, Sharon's into that. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Oh, is it good? Have you sampled it? Like, is the, is air frying good? I, I haven't even tried any of it. Well, yeah, it does taste, the fries and everything taste a little better than the normal frying. Huh. All right. It's hard to convince a Southern girl. I mean, I, you know, I, I, we better dipped everything and fried everything, right, where I come from. Southern boy, and I don't cook anything, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't know why I always forget that you're from Alabama, my daddy's home state. All right. Um, here we go. Are we starting with good news tonight or are we going into, into crazy? No, we're good, good. I got some good news. All right. Good, good, good. All right. Um, first thing, there's a, an organization called 100 Black Men of Los Angeles. They've been helping young black men in high school and junior high uh, do better in their life. But now this week, they announced they're starting to do uh, programs to mentor middle and high school girls of color. Mentoring is the cornerstone of this group and brings to the community by guiding youth in life experiences, fostering a positive self-perception, self-respect, encouraging excellence in education, and pursuit of excellent, uh, positive lifelong goals. And they can be reached at uh, uh, info at 100 BM. T-A. So I think I've heard of them. And I think, in fact, I think I saw a picture of a few of the, few of the guys. And I think they might have all been in bow ties. And the, the boys they were mentoring were like in, you know, dressed like, you know, like little proper gentlemen. And, and, and I thought, how cool are these people? Yeah, they just started doing women now starting this week. So. That's awesome. Thank you for bringing us that good news. You're welcome. Then interesting studies. One found that kids who started to study music at age six or seven had evidence of better decision-making five years later. Another found that mothers who sing to their babies enhance their development. It's weird. It's in the epic times. Well, that's interesting. I have heard that, you know, um, that uh, kids who take music lessons are actually end up doing better academically. And I found that interesting when I first heard that, because you think of music being creative arts and that using one side of the brain and then, you know, math and science, the other side of the brain. But, um, you know, maybe just using ha- having to use both sides, just, you know, working that brain, you know, it's a muscle, right, in a sense. And so, yeah. you know, okay. I, 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 I played the, the organ when I was a kid. I don't know if it helped me make good decisions. Um, in life, but I sure had a good time with it. I think it did. You're pretty bright. I played marble. I didn't learn anything. Well, thank you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Prager University has developed a free educational content program for kindergarten through 12th grade students. From animated historical adventures, short form uh, story form shows, illustrated children's books, in digital magazines, all about historical characters and heroes, has already earned more than 12 million viewers 
in the past year. Wow. If anybody is interested, they can just check Prager U and they can get the details on their program. Might be good. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, we think of PragerU as being, you know, for college kids, right? And they've got their host for PragerU or typically, you know, young. In fact, Candace Owens at one point had a show on there. You don't really think about K through 12. So that's awesome. Yeah, it is. And they're a good organization. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, college crazies. <laughs> All right, lay it on me, man. All right. On, on Wednesday, CBS reported that President Biden's education department announced 30,000 additional borrowers are now eligible for loan forgiveness. <sighs> this is under the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, which forgives student debt for public servants such as teachers and firefighters after 10 years of qualifying payments. I can't believe it. Well, that's 30. it. Yeah, that at 30,000, we are tr- $30 trillion in debt. And if you go to school and you take out a loan, that's on you. It, just the same as if you go out, do a car dealership and take out a loan. It's not your, your it, regardless of what career you go into. Andrea, whatever happened to working your butt off through college? I mean, it's, it's, it's hard work, a but you can do it. Yeah. But myself through college, I didn't get loans. Well, I got loans, but I but I got the bare minimum. I worked I worked five nights a week, so you know it. it I ended up I didn't have a huge dollar amount afterwards because yeah, it was based. It was just like a supplement for me. It wasn't. I, it wasn't. I, I didn't live off of it, right? And that's yeah. a good point because you know there. I mean, even carrying a heavy workload, it's it's not full time, right? Unless you're pre med, right? Uh, you know, or 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 going to go into veterinary school, you can work. So this is just this is just more pandering, um, and 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 one of the things I want to say is that yes, they've added thirty thousand that are eligible, but he he has not fulfilled his promise to wipe out everybody's student loan debt at one point, and I don't want to hear conservatives use that as a point of criticism against Biden because all you're doing is enforcing the notion that there should be student loan debt and there shouldn't be. I agree. Then you got a Wisconsin professor who was suspended at Concordia College after criticizing woke dysphoria. And Dan Lannington, his attorney, told a college fix organization that his public criticism for the search of a new president and the overall direction of the college led to his suspension because he objected to the drift of the college and its focus as a Christian school, Concordia College. That's a shame. Yeah. It's what's happening. Yeah. To object. Cancel you out. Yeah. And, you know, and we had a chance, in my opinion, to cancel, cancel culture by taking out Whoopi Goldberg. Even people in the mainstream media were saying, look, if Whoopi gets canceled, that's going to that's, you know, we got to end this cancel culture if Whoopi goes. And so conservatives gave her a pass, you know, and, you know, and didn't lean in and and force her to be canceled. And so it's just going to continue against conservatives. I agree. Totally. Well, here at University of California, Santa Barbara, nearby, declares free speech and opinion is not allowed in the student newspaper. If you have an opinion or a view that that is an issue that the editor or AOC disagrees with, it will not be printed with no right of appeal. Where is this? University of California, Santa Barbara. UCSB. Wow. I mean, I, I don't consider UCSB you know, as conservative as like USD down here in San Diego, but it's not Berkeley. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, it is. And there's no right of appeal either. It's just, uh, Wow. Pathetic. It is pathetic. All right. I got some other news. Uh, The CEO of the world's largest publisher of 
mag- uh, books for college kids and, and high school kids, funds campaign to force critical race theory in our schools. Bartleman, the German publisher who just bought Penguin and Simon and Schuster. I didn't know that happened. Ooh, that's scary. Has, has, which has been the last large U.S. book publisher for school books. And now they're gone. They're owned by just German company. Even our Justice Department is now fighting to stop this latest cannibalization of our publishing industry, which has virtually disappeared. Years ago, they published Christmas book for Hitler youth. <gasps> and yeah, <laughs> before the war and the same company. And now they work to produce how to be an anti-racist by Imbram Kendi. Ah, oh. you know, believes that slavery is the real foundation of America. Yeah, this is the that's the person who wrote the book that General Milley was sniveling about. I just, you know, it's because they pushed that on, uh, you know, students at West Point and, and everywhere in our DOD and our Pentagon. And, um, you know, it's just it's it's where where CRT was based on the notion that, you know, basically you're inherent race you're inherently racist as as a white person. And we've got to undo white privilege. We've got to beat the white privilege out of you. Yeah, this, we're the racist, even though the only real racist I see is on the other side of the fence. Right. Uh, I find it really scary, though, and disturbing that we that, that the last publisher of of children's books uh, or I get well, I, I know that there's a brave books is, is started out of Texas, but the main publisher and we've got in Salem, we, we have Regnery Publishing as part of Salem. But just in terms of of size. You yeah. know, it was Penguin and Simon and Schuster, and that they've now been bought by a, a foreign country, a, a, a company out of Germany is scary. We're going to take a break. Bob's going to stay with us. We've got more with him, and then later on, we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And did you guys hear about Sexy Summer Camp? You heard about Sexy? Com- did I get your attention? Before you get excited, you got to stay tuned. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It might be the Andrea K Show, but Bob Walters is the star of it every Friday. And he continues with me now, bringing you all the news that you need to know of all the haps that's happening in the schools around the country. And we are going to continue now. Are we still in the college crazies, my friend? No, we're, we're moving now into the other just miscellaneous crazies. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, next one. Uh, a fellow named Jay Chin is at least an honest Democrat. At a school board meeting, as a school board member in Hacienda La Puente schools, he supported putting known communists in the classroom through the Confucius program run by China. He's now running against Michelle Steele for Congress. So everybody be aware of that. Michelle's a good girl. And don't be voting for this Jay Chen. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, they're not even hiding their, their communist bent. No. A lot of them don't anymore. No. No. Why should they? Because, I mean, you know, um, after all the years of indoctrination and through the media, entertainment and, and schools, I mean, they've got a, a large percentage of, of people that think it's it's a great idea. They just, they just didn't do it right in Cuba, apparently. Especially those under 18. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Santa Barbara has been hiding the real curriculum and teaching methods and material from the public. Why? Because it focused on hate, racism, bullying, and sex rather than the real purpose of school, which is education. Christy Loreno 
a teacher there has revealed a password used by teachers to access, quote, culturally responsive material, unquote. A huge library of disgusting material, which she shared with Laura Ingram at Fox News. And it's really unbelievable how dedicated and secretive this is all being run. And it's deliberately, and it's a very comprehensive program, almost 2,000 points of, of, uh, for the teachers to follow. Wow. Racism and bullying and I don't know. What, what's the password that they're using? Uh, they didn't give me the password. <laughs> oh, I thought she I thought she told him. I thought she told Laura Ingram what the password was that they were using to hide. Um, oh, I, I must have misunderstood. I thought that they used uh, Laura Ingram, the password and Laura Ingram looked at it and ran it on her Fox News. Oh, OK. Wow. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Uh, right. So I thought I thought they used a password and a name of an account calling it one thing when it was something else. But what she did was she gave Laura Ingram the password and she was able to get in there and see the actual curriculum. They're high. You know, if if the schools were on the up and up and if they know what they're doing to children. That should tell you out there as a parent that they know they're destroying your child. They know that this CRT, this anti-bullying stuff, this LBGT stuff is meant to corrupt minds or they would be they would be installing cameras in the classroom and they would be proud of it. I agree. Well, they got the California Catholic Bishops Organization told their pastors last week not to let any workers approach church members to sign the school choice initiative. Unbelievable. One person has been detained for assault. Oh, excuse me. That's 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 the, the the full story of that. The Catholic formal church is opposing the school choice initiative and demands that no one sign the initiative. Really sad. And yet they're suing L.A. District for stealing twenty nine million dollars from them that was given to them by the federal government to give to the Catholic schools for the poor kids. Well, I don't. What? That doesn't even make sense. So it's like they want money, but they just but they want money for their schools, right? And they want taxpayers' money for the schools, but they don't. But they don't want to be seen publicly supporting because the Catholic Church, quite frankly, is run by a communist, and so they want the money um, that comes along with the conservative idea of a school choice. Um, but politically, they've got they're aligning themselves with the communist. That's the reality. It's pathetic. They want really their cake is. and eat it too. They're completely yeah. dishonest. Sorry. Uh, you know, I come from the only state divided by Catholic parish instead of county, but we got to be real. That's true. You're a Louisiana girl. That's I right. One person has been detained for assault with a deadly weapon, a knife, at Trabuco Canyon High School in Mission Viejo uh, last week. So I don't know. He was captured and, and didn't kill anybody, but it's amazing how kids are getting on the school with knives and all kinds of weapons because they just don't. <laughs> Where's the? They used to have a policeman on the campus, but they don't anymore. They get rid of them. Well, and it also goes to show that now, um, you know, um, it is easier to kill somebody with a gun than it is a knife. But it just goes to show that you know, removing guns is not going to, uh, you know, uh, stop people if they're if they're bent on violence. We don't know what his intent was with the knife, but at least they they recovered it. Yeah, they did stop him. Uh, I kids. Montessori School in Newton, Massachusetts, has officially shut down following outrage over a preschool Black History Month activity, which had kids making black face masks and wearing them in class for the for one day of that week. The teacher was also fired. To me, that's overreacting. Too radical. Well, I, 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 uh, 
What did the, were these like? Were these masks just to cover their nose and their mouth? Yeah, or, they or, were made out of paper plates and they <laughs> <laughs> and painted them black and and put rubber band on them, put them around their. This is so stupid. <laughs> Black History Month of all pretending we're black people. Okay, <laughs> that teacher deserved to be fired for for stupidity, for lack of creativity too, and for the fact that you know why are you trying to make kids put on blackface? I mean, this is just we're off the rails. I was watching Black News Channel because my friend Julio was on there the other day. And, uh, you know, they, they did a segment after he was done lamenting how the, you know, the uh, illiteracy is rising in black graduates from school. They can't read. They can't write. And it's like, well, wait, what do you think that what do you think is causing that people? Your yeah. movement's causing that. Right. Yeah. Cause all you want to do is, is spend all day telling, telling kids how white people are the problem. Black people are victims instead of and t- t- that math is racist and had, you know, English is racist. And so you're not teaching them anything. What do you expect? Even math is racist for even, some reason. Right. Even math is racist. The, you know, it's, it's insane. You know, uh, they're complaining about the result of what's coming out of the schools, yet they're, they're supporting basically curriculums that don't do anything to teach them anything except how to feel like a victim or how to feel guilty about being white. I know. It's pathetic. Totally. A recent poll in California shows dramatic drop in public opinion of our schools. Just 35% gave schools in their local districts in California, a grade of A or B, down from 55% 11 years ago. So it's, at least it's taking hold with the general public, seeing how bad it is. Now, if we can't elect people into the school boards, we, we won't change it. You just read my mind. We, we have over 200 seats in San Diego County, many, many, many of them school boards where Democrats are running unopposed. And there's just no excuse for it, Bob. You know, no. we, we can't really complain if we're not going to really actively do anything about it. It's wonderful the parents are going to these school board meetings and speaking up, but that's not enough. We need to, we need to be actively doing something instead of just complaining. I agree. Anyway, hundreds of teachers in Sacramento area schools walked out of class last week when the district rolled back mask mandates. They opposed the change and the union supported them. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, so 200 teachers, even at Rockford Unified School District, one of the many schools involved, called in sick or didn't show the classes at all. Well, who did they think they were hurting, right? I mean, I don't even know if they were hurting anybody except the parents that had to figure out what to do with their kid that day if they had to go to work because if they're not teaching them anything, you know, uh, you know, who do you think you're hurting, teachers? You yeah. know, it, it's yeah, anyway. Anyway, when when they, when they are there. Right. They're not yeah, exactly. They should be they should be fired, but of course, you know, these are unions are little marxist societies and so um we can't get rid of them. No, I know. A report by the Campaign for College Opportunity found the percentage of black and Latino students in Los Angeles schools completing courses that make them eligible to attend California universities plunged in 2020. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Percentage of Latinos has dropped from 68% to 54 wow. that could qualify to go even to the community college, while the number of black students dropped from 53 to 46%. Of the reduced enrollment at L.A. Community College, however, only 6% of the blacks and 7% of Latinos graduated within three years at the two-year schools. What? Yeah, it's pathetic. Wow. Well, yeah, uh, 
And now, okay. and then, and then that's at the, the community college level. Um, at, at the four year level, we're get, we're having to do away with SAT scores, uh, discriminate against Asian students that work their butts off. Um, this is why we had three school, uh, you know, board members get ousted in San Francisco because they wanted to take a $50,000 a year private school and remove any merit based, um, requirements for admissions. Um, so, you know, uh, so then they just, you know, be, because they're churning out a bunch of kids that can't read or write or do anything, then they now they, the, the plan is to uh, ease them in to schools. And with that dropout rate, then the, what they're going to end up doing is watering down the curriculum. That's yeah, that's coming. $100,000 and they'll be have no job right. and no opportunity. And they get no remedial classes to help catch up when they get out of ill-prepared high school. That's right. It all feeds on itself. Anyway, um, you want me to give a little final comment? Yes, please. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, the the thing I wanted to uh, bring everybody's attention is WeTheKids.us is a good organization to reach into to help get your kids refocused on the history of America and be proud of the country. They have a lot of books and materials and radio shows to help make that happen. And they're just look up WeTheKids.us. Yes, and and I, I'm planning to have them on the show next Friday, so fingers crossed that the scheduling works out because I can't wait to talk to them live. Great, great. And then you got the School Choice Initiative. We have three three weeks left to get <sighs> a couple hundred thousand signatures. So please, everybody, get involved. If we can email you the petition, you can just print it out or come to one of our offices. But check in with CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Yes. yes. You get all the information you need to get involved and do something in the final three weeks. It's just with your neighbors and your kids around the block. Absolutely. Well, Bob, thank you for all you do. Thank you for being here tonight, and you have a great weekend. Well, you too. Thanks, have a good one. Hun. Thanks, hon. And you guys stay tuned because we got to have you come back so you can learn all about Sexy Camp. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K A Y E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. So I hate to bookend the show with two horrifying stories about children. But um, there's a little thing called uh, Sexy Summer Camp that uh, um, there's the uh, organizers are now trying to scrub the Internet of this. But Christopher Rufo found it and uh, posted it on Twitter. And it was started by one founder named Tanya Turner, who identifies as a witch, says she was raised by a host of witchy women. Uh, let me read it here. She is, here's how she describes herself. She is a femme, fat, queer, magical pleasure worker, educator, and artist. She was raised in rural Kentucky by a host of witchy women alongside sisters and, co- and cousins, a coven-like mountain ma- uh, ma- matriarchy. Her craft tools are candles, crystals, oils, plants, music, sex toys, and beyond. She is the founder of a camp called Sexy Summer Camp for Children. One of uh, the other people involved in this camp actually has a video out related to Sexy Summer Camp in which she talks about 
Masturbation is really healthy, and I recommend it to people of all ages. As soon as my nephews could talk, they were doing great. This camp involves hands-on teaching of self-pleasure. It involves discussing sexual activity while using licit and illicit drugs. BDSM. Being a sex worker. This is children. Yeah. He's actually got posted um, the different uh, bio bi- bios of other the other people running this camp, like Caitlin Cummings, who's a 23-year-old radical queer mountain woman. Andrea, why isn't this criminal? It, 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 thank you. They're going to be, if this camp takes place at this point, their plan was to have sex with children. Under the guise of teaching them self-love. This is where we're at in this country. This is real. This is not a fake story. That's my stink of the week. Yeah. He's actually got the agenda. He says he's got a more extensive report coming out in the coming weeks. But he's got, uh, he shows the agenda um, from July 6th. Um, it's this, July 6th uh, is the self-pleasure workshop. Uh, there's the gender diversity workshop. There's the um, sexy trans sex ed workshop. Sex on drugs. Yeah. Um, navigating sex, pleasure, and liberation as a, as a differently abled person. The three P's. Pee, poop, and pleasure. Yeah. This is where we're at in this country. Can I move on to talk here of the week? Yeah, please because do. Because that's just, the stink I, of the week. I, I and that, that even beats Kamala. This is just... Yeah, there are some heroes out left in this world. I posted earlier today uh, for my um, peeps out on on uh, the socials to give me their their stink of the week and hero of the week. We usually struggle for a hero. Uh, one of my Facebook friends made me aware of a story out of Florida, who uh, where a Florida trooper, her name is uh, Tony Shuck. Um, there was a drunk driver. I don't know how to describe it. The, it's, it's shocking. You can see the video if you Google this. So there was a drunk driver that was, that was on its way, had already passed through barricades, um, gone around cops, driving at high speeds towards a 10K marathon. So this cop, in order to save these people that are about to be mowed down by this drunk driver, drives her car head on into the drunk driver, which literally was like, you know, in that moment, it could have been, she's suffering serious injuries, but she's still alive. But literally in that moment, she had to, she, she had to have been thinking she's, you know, choosing death to save these people because wow. high speed head wow. on, you usually don't survive that. She made a conscious choice to have a head on collision at high speed to save some people's life. That's my hero of the week. You have, do you have an Well, mine was Ron DeSantis, and I love his continued fight for freedom in Florida. He's not perfect, but he is the man right now. Yes. But that, that even trumps DeSantis. That's yep. selfless love. Right. It is. It is. That's a hero. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Keep the conversation rolling on all the socials. See you all next week. Yeah.